Episode 53. Podcast, podcast, podcast. Episode 53. Uh, Tiki's good to see you. Likewise, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we both had various things going go, going on in our lives that I won't get into, but, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're finished. They're through. Mm-hmm. Some of them were fun. Some of them were less fun. Yep. Summer's over. What, what does that make me think of? Like Wayne's World Court or something. Summer is over. Yeah. Pretty much. Sad, I mean, man. It's not quite. We got two more weeks, right? But Oh, technical technical weeks of summer? 21st. Couldn't the pools just fucking wait until the technical finish of summer? School. Oh, that's the problem. That's why they do it. Because oh, okay. uh, half of their staff, if not all, and, uh, well, <laughs> there's your issue right there. <laughs> I'm really glad I talked to you about this. It all makes sense now. Yeah. I've been spending the week, like, super angry at, at pools for, like, but I'm like, it's 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 killer out here. Like, yeah. it's like 30 degrees, I'm dying. Yeah. yeah. Like, but look who works there, you know? Yeah, and, no, uh, that 100% makes sense. And, of course, most of the clientele, too. Absolutely, Are either yeah. children or mothers and fathers of children, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, you yeah, know. no, that totally makes sense. So, I, kind of, I kind of discovered pools, like... Maybe a year or two ago, really? like rediscovered swimming. Yeah, I, I used to hate swimming. Like I just didn't dig it at all. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, it's like I don't like you know I don't want to do laps or anything, but just the just being in water. Yeah, you know, it's like so fucking nice when it's hot time. Yeah, public pools are so fucking gross though. Like I guess they yeah. are absolutely disgusting. I just and, don't think about it. Well, there's like um, I'm pretty sure there's a website. Um, dedicated to the cleanliness of pools on the island, and they have ratings. Oh, okay. Like kind of the way, the same way. There's a website that has, also has the cleanliness of like the swimming areas in the water. Yeah, they're yeah. in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. And I think there's something similar like that with pools. And yeah, they talk about all the fucking ridiculous outbreaks in these places, and like oh, the geez. dirty, <laughs> disgusting. Like, oh, we tested the so water. The chlorine and it doesn't kill fucking, everything. Dude, so many. It's so unpleasant to look at the people that are in charge of this shit, right? Yeah. The, like they're they're doing it as a fucking yeah. whatever job. They don't give a fuck. Um, like I don't. You raise a valid point. I don't How know. much can a sixteen-year-old really do for anybody? How much do they care? You know, yeah. like yeah. Uh, the lifeguards at, in like Ville Saint Pierre. Uh... You know, like I used to go to the one in Saint Henry and the one in Ville Saint Pierre. Right. And like you, dude, no. <laughs> you find fucking broken glass in them and shit like god damn mm. no 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 <laughs> those were particularly ghetto pools but yeah, like yeah, yeah. whatever <laughs> I don't know well ghetto or no I still appreciate them in the hey, extremely hot summer for sure I mean you know I live a life of that's mostly without AC yeah so you need it Although the grand irony is we finally, I <laughs> went through so much effort installing a, an AC with like, I made this like, I mean, I'm not trying to say I did a lot of work, mm-hmm. but for me, it was pretty impressive. I like got a, you know, piece of wood cut properly with like the exact right, you know, grooves in all the right places because we, we need to do like a top down yeah. AC unit in a side opening window. Okay. So just sort of make a custom little, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, anyways, finally got it installed, and like, it turns out nobody likes the AC. Uh, we, we pretty much got it for the cat. I mean, I don't, I don't even really like AC that much to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'd still rather just suffer in the heat and like go to the pool sometimes. You know, it's nice to leave on when you go out for something and you come back to a cool place, and then you turn it off while you're there. That makes sense. You know, yeah. like it's yeah. not nice to have it running while you're home. For me, like I don't like it, um, but I do like to turn it on, leave, come back, and it be tolerable. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's like we got it primarily for the cat. Right. Cat hates it. <laughs> cat, cat isn't. I mean, hang on. How does he hate it? <laughs> she. She. <laughs> I mean, she just. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, at, <laughs> at for, you know, first we thought she was scared of the noise, right? Yeah. Because she's a pretty scaredy cat, right? Yeah. But I brought her in there a few times. Like, I tried to. I, I waited till it was like freezing cold in the bedroom. 
I brought her in, sat her down, gave her some pets, got her to like sit and feel it for like at least five minutes. Okay. And every time I would leave the bedroom, she would just immediately leave with me. And I'm like, how do you not love this? Because well, she seems like she was suffering before, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. it was really rough. Anyways, cat doesn't like it. Girlfriend doesn't really like it that much. I'm not that into it. <laughs> so, yeah. Time to get rid of it. <laughs> kind of wondering <laughs> what I would go through all this effort for. Anyways, um, all that to say, yes, it was a nice day today. Yeah. Sad that summer is leaving. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you got the AC just in time. <laughs> Did you install it in September? <laughs> I think I installed it. Um, it was pretty recent. It, no, it wasn't in September, but it was must have been early August. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got it done. So. Hey, good stuff, man. <laughs> Nobody stuff. likes it. Carpenter, Carpenter Josh over uh, here. <laughs> For me, yeah, it was cut. one of the handiest oh. things I've ever done in my life. Fuck yeah. off! I, no I'm, way, dude. I'm like really not handy. Fuck like you've no That's idea. not one of the most handy. Really? I'm terrible at that stuff. Yeah, I don't. I mean, listen. I edit the shit out of this podcast, and it's all super professional, very well done. I'm not good at that. Uh, I'm great with technology. Fair enough. I'm whatever. just not handyman. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, hey, I installed shelves. Like, whatever. I mean, like, yeah. I got through that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that was way easier than getting than this job. Like, getting the... Well, yeah, the, it's custom, right? Like, yeah, shelves are yeah. sort of... Pretty... I mean, I had to drill for a rock at one point in time, so that was a little difficult. But, like, whatever. Yeah. You know, as long as you get the right drill. Well, shit. Well, congrats, man. Your carpentry skills are moving up. Can we sing the theme song, the theme song to Moving On Up? Moving the, On Up? Uh, is it the Jeffersons? I don't even know. I can't remember. You remember that show? No. Moving On Up. Da, I never da, watched da. it. No? The Jeffersons? Dude, it's not... You know this. I know the song, but I've never we're, watched We're going to cut all this from the podcast. Moving On Up. Like you said, episode episode 53 of New Talk Radio. Yes, sir. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, apologies time. for the uh, absence, but uh, it is what it is. Yep. And um, yeah, I mean, we're back here, and we're we don't have a lot of. I feel like it's been a shockingly um, what's the word sparse, shockingly sparse news week, yep. or I guess month, I suppose news month. Um, I mean, there was a shit ton of uh, expositions and like shows and announcements, all that kind of shit. But nobody cares about that. Other than that, I mean, you know, it's really all just. Yeah, I mean, it's been kind of a, it's been a slow, slow while for news. So basically, what we got today is pretty much just a giant teaser episode yeah. for shit that's coming. That for whatever reason, either of us thinks is interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess should we just leap right into Gamescom? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, well, Gamescom is old news, but you know, we we've covered everyone so far, so I felt the the desire to at least give it a passing glance kind of thing. No, we're not going to uh, do a, you know an entire segment on it like we've like we've done previously. We're just going to have a, a quick chat about what we think are the, the actual. That was the first of the IGN, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I assume, like usual, neither of us has actually watched the show. Nope, nope. Uh, I, I, I did. In fairness, I watched a little bit, uh, and I mean, you know, I watched enough to see that. You don't care. <laughs> I watched enough <laughs> to see that I don't particularly love listening to long. Very self-congratulatory diatribes by Jeff Keighley. He's a fine, you know, he's a fine gentleman, but like, I just don't care really. Fair. It's uh, it's you know, it's very like award showish. Yeah, no, like, whatever. It's long dialogue. I never watched award like, shows. Congratulations period. for this. Now the head of this to talk about blah blah blah. You ever get into the Emmys or the Grammys or any of what no. that shit? The Oscars? No. no. Fuck no. that noise, man. I like, probably watched them once and was just like, I don't really get. I think why. I watched them with like a girlfriend and her family or something. They had yeah. a whole game of it and like whatever. I mean, but like, it's like if I was in the film industry, maybe. I think I would kind of get it. 
Maybe. Yeah. Or I'd at least be somewhat interested. Yeah. But I mean, ar- I mean, you, you know, arguably, I'm in the video game industry. Yeah, I'm in the video game industry. And you're not interested. I still can't get it up for <laughs> so, these things. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, but there was a, there was some cool stuff. I mean, I felt. I mean, I don't know. Overall, uh, from whatever you've seen, uh, overall, how do you feel this Gamescom stacks up against, for example, the last few that we, or the last couple that we? To tell you the truth, I don't recall the last ones. <laughs> fair um, enough, fair enough. They all are kind of a blur of like bullshit to me. Yeah. And like, I just don't care. Like, I mean, again, again, about the what we just said, the for sure. you know the pageantry of it and whatnot. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. guys, come on. Yeah. Like, just shut up and show me what's coming out. Yeah, I mean, I'm 100% with you there. Um, and I still feel that on some level, it is kind of fun to sort of sift through a pile of shit for the good stuff. Yeah, I Like, guess, I, yeah. I still love the sort of, I don't know what you call that, like the gold digger. Shit sifting. Kind of, yeah, the shit sifting <laughs> angle. But, um, no, I just felt like uh, in terms of 100% agree with you in terms of speaking just games, I feel like the last couple of Gamescoms were a bit more impressive. Yeah. Or at least for me, I feel like they had bigger titles that I was more interested in. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, but at the same time, quantity, quality of AAA. But also my shit. interest, just in general, and expectations of you know my hopes and dreams of what may come, <laughs> have been squashed <laughs> by these <laughs> shitty fucking people. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I kind of hear you, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm also wondering if like is part of my lack of. Lack of enthusiasm about the current games announced. Is it just because I'm like tired of this? You know. Uh, well, like, yeah, I'm just a little fed up of fucking broken games and like you know <laughs> getting excited for stuff that doesn't come out for three fucking years. Yeah. And like yeah. you know, just I'll talk about it when it's out. Maybe I'll try it, but never on day one again. Sure, sure. Thanks to every fucking one I've done. <laughs> um, There's got to be some though. No, we we know there are some that are good on Elden Ring. Very few. Yeah. Aliens Fire Team was good on day one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it had issues, but they were not significant. They were not major. No. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Um, but Dying really, Light was not. <laughs> but Dying Light's still it, not. It good could have very day. well been on single player though. Yeah, I don't. I doubt it. I mean, I don't know, but I doubt it. From uh, what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Either yeah. way, but. Uh, Anyways, yeah, I just don't have the hype anymore, so yeah. I might just be getting old and grumpy. Or, maybe, uh, maybe. Or maybe it really was a shittier show than usual. <laughs> well, I mean, all that said, uh, to leap into some titles, like, they still managed to have quite a few amount of things that I was actually pretty excited about. Although, I guess when you, it's kind of like, I've got, like, my, my little short list of, like, nine things I thought were cool. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was a fucking lot of games. Yeah. In total, yeah, yeah. right? For sure. Like, and just the vast majority of them are either... You know, too generic, or they don't manage to stand out enough for me to take notice. I guess, yeah. but for whatever reason, yeah. I mean, these are the things that stood out to me. A lot of them are ones that the audience already knows about. For example, uh, Atomic Heart got a new trailer, which is amazing. Totally awesome. Did you watch that trailer? No. Oh man, uh, you should. You should. See no, it. no, I don't need to see. It's that. fucking awesome. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, okay. Well, anyways, yeah. Atomic Heart got a new trailer. This is an official combat trailer this time. Okay. So it's much more. I mean, not that. You know, we all remember the crazy action-packed mm-hmm. E3 trailer, right? Which is still one of the best trailers ever, I've ever seen in my life. That's my go-to convincing non-gamers to be excited about games trailer. Hmm. You know, like, for, like, people that are just a little bit no games, I'm like, what do you think of this? And they're always like, holy shit, that looks awesome. Yeah, well. yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, Atomic Heart got a new combat trailer, this time focused pretty much exclusively on gameplay. So it's just various situations of the guy, like, you know, fucking up all these crazy, weird, Soviet-themed, dystopian Russia enemies, robots and shit, with, like, various things. Like, there's guns, there's... I think he's got a melee weapon at some points in time, too. Sledgehammer or something? Yeah, there's definitely, like, I will call them plasmids, because that's what they were in Bioshock, and this is clearly Bioshock-inspired. Right. But hand magic... 
Okay. Right, like yeah. left hand magic. He's got a, something in the right hand, and he's got some sort of crazy power. In left right, hand. right. Like freezing dudes, or like you know throwing things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, that it, it looks very awesome. Yeah. Um, and I mostly, I didn't need to be any more sold on Atomic Heart, um, but I did think from the perspective of um, just confirming that the game is going well. I think it's a nice trailer for that. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I, re- I really feel like, yeah, I mean, we've we've seen enough of this game now to to feel that it's. It's for me at least. I feel like it's extremely real. I think it's going to deliver on most of the stuff it's saying it will. Okay. Um, whether or not it'll be, you know, a game to, to remember, yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? But like, it's very real, and like, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't have any concerns that it's not, not it's going to fizzle out or something. Good. Although, having just said that, there's also a PC Gamer article that came out uh, four days ago now. I want to say so that yeah, the Atomic Heart combat trailer was actually part of Gamescom. A lot of people are speculating that maybe... I'm curious about this myself, too. Like, is the uh, ongoing war with Ukraine and Russia affecting the release of the game? Because, you know, the, Russia has so many sanctions. It's a Russian studio, right? Mm-hmm. Moonfish. Um, like, are they even a lot... Because I feel like at one point in time, at least in the news, I haven't seen about this lately, but uh, Sony and... and um, Microsoft, weren't they both not allowing Russian games to be published on their stores, not other sure. platforms? I think. Like, I feel like that was a thing at some, at, at I, least the I early. I believe it early on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. So I don't know what's going on with this game because it is a Russian studio. Either way, I mean, it was. I feel like they made a point to not put it early in the Gamescom stuff mm-hmm. and sort of sneak it in at the end, kind of. But it was there, yeah. so I don't know. Um, but yeah, this PC game article from four days ago headline reads: "Just two weeks after announcing Atomic Heart's release date, developers changed their minds." The new, less specific release target is not exactly a delay, but it might be. This is by Andy Chalk on uh, PC Gamer. Yeah, the sources, uh, and I didn't realize this, but uh, Focus Home Interactive just announced uh, a deal that they signed with Moonfish to publish Atomic Heart. Okay. I believe they were self-published before or just had no publisher, although mm-hmm. I can't quite recall. Um, but so now they're under Focus Home Interactive, which is new. And because of this, uh, Focus Home Interactive announced that the release date has been adjusted as a result. And this is a quote from Focus Home Interactive. Initially planned for 2022, the hectic and explosive action RPG is set to release this winter, Focus Home said. Polishing and delivering a game of the highest quality is the priority of this talented team, with a specific launch date to be announced shortly. And now the Atomic Hearts team page says, planned release date this winter, add to wishlist. So, you know, who knows? Um, That could, in theory, still mean the previous release window it had was the burr of this year. Right, winter. You know, October, November, December, or rather September, October. God, months. I go October, November. Yeah. December. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Well, September, I suppose, also is a burr. No, but really, I mean, it's, it, it, we're also already in it. It's officially summer. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, guess. I don't know. But before the, the release date was dot, 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 burr. Right. That's why. So I would go right? with October. You know. Sure, sure. But, but beats me. They said winter. Uh, so it's either this year, probably much more likely the first quarter of, of uh, 2023. Right. Okay. I would assume just because almost everybody is pushing in the first quarter of 2023. Fair enough. But um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much that's it for the the article. It's really just um, the fact that Focus Home Interactive is now the publisher, which I think is also kind of really cool because to me it's like a good sign that I mean I think it's be- it's it's certainly better for Moonfish if they can self publish, but it's also it's kind of getting like working with a major publisher is sort of a good sign that you're like quote unquote legit right for whatever that means you know, and I feel like you know they'll get they'll get sort of like video game cred for that kind of right. thing. 
and it might increase their chances that they work with other other major publishers in the future, kind of thing. So maybe I assume it's good. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, but what probably happened is they ran out of money, and we're just like, we need help. We really need a publisher, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it seems like it still seems like they're a small team, and like they're making something extremely impressive with what I would assume is not very much resources. But, we'll see. Um, anyways, uh, game looks dope. Can't wait for that. That was the number one big takeaway. The number two big takeaway for me from Gamescom was I actually am, despite I think pretty much every industry person I know <laughs> uh, saying to the opposite, I'm extremely excited about Dead Island 2. Can't fucking wait. You would be. It's probably a mess. What? You know, I mean, the game has like changed hands between like I think three developers in the past, like since it was initially announced. Right. Not to mention the fact that the actual Dead Island that I know and adore is really made by Techland, and Techland. As soon as that game was done, it moved gone. on to yeah. other things, right? Um, yeah, I still kind of it, it still feels existentially weird to me that you know I like the dead I like Dead Island more than Dying Light, but it's the same company, mm. and my new Dead Island is not going to in any way be. It's clearly heavily inspired by. Yeah, but it's but not, it's not the same team. No, you know. So I don't know. I mean. I still, for whatever reason, I like the formula of Dead Island better than De- Dying Light. It stuck with me more. I have more desire to return to, Di- to Dead Island than I do Dying Light. Well, it was the first, too, right? It was the first, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be... It's going to have a soft spot in your heart. Totally, like, totally. No matter what. Even if yeah. Dying Light is a better game... Yeah, it, gameplay-wise, for sure. 100%, For sure. Right? Like, yeah. and, some, and some really cool, different ideas, the vertical, verticality yeah. of it. No, um, for sure. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of really cool things, but I'm kind of with you. Like, Dead Island was such a gem for me. Yeah. Like, it got yeah. me into the whole crafting shit. Yeah. I couldn't care less about games that involved crafting <laughs> prior to Dead Island. I was yeah. like, oh, you got to craft? Fuck this. I'm not playing. Yeah. Um, and then I played this and I was like, fuck, I'm going to upgrade this machete. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> I went all nuts. And, uh,. Yeah, start picking up everything. I'm like, yeah, dude, what the hell? That's Why what a lot I... of I've heard a lot of people say they remember, they remember about Dead Island is they feel like it's just a game of picking up stuff from containers. Yeah, <laughs> you know? pretty much. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think another reason why I like Dead Island so much is because the pa- the pacing was slower. Yeah, and I dug that. Yeah, um, like not that that's completely subjective. Um, but I just I really dig the slow plotting pace of Dead Island more yeah, than the very different insane speed of Dying Light. Yeah. Well, uh, the, again, the fear of night wasn't there. Yeah. No, that's true. You're right. I forgot about that. Like yeah. that. Uh, that yeah. was a big change. Yeah. A lot less chronological stuff. Yeah. It was mostly just focus on survival. Yeah. You know, like getting the right items. Like crafting the right stuff. And it might be creepy at night, but you're not yeah. going to get taken on by some mutant fucking zombie that can climb and run on roofs and shit. That may or may not be a player. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, speaking of that, by the way, I mean, we shouldn't get into it. No, but, no. Uh, Deathloop did that, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. Um, anyways, um, yeah, so I mean, the, the plotting pace that I liked a lot, and the classes. The classes I dug a lot. The way that the characters... I really like the dumb tongue-in-cheekness of Dead Island more than the attempt at being serious in Dying Light. I hear you. Because I hated the dialogue so much in Dying Light. It annoyed me so bad. It was bad. Yeah, I just, I couldn't take it. Like, I, it's no, like, that's e- fair. Every time they would talk, I was just like, why? Shut up. Why is this here? Like, yeah, yeah like, it's, it's, it's just getting in the way of everything so much. But f- for Dead Island, it, it was, like, amusing a bit. Because mm-hmm. it was just silly and stupid. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it bugged me less. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So anyways, all that to say, I am really excited about Dead Island 2. And I do feel like while the cinematic trailer they showed at Gamescom was, to me, kind of utter garbage, uh, and also just tonally inappropriate for a game you're supposed to take seriously, 
I mean, because it's like, you know, the guy who, for those who don't know, uh, basically, unlike the really entertaining Dead Island trailers we've had before, the two were the really solid ones. Like, the first one was, I mean, everybody remembers that as, like, that that was the video game trailer that shook the industry, mm. which really was, I mean, it was being like, yeah, it, 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 it even... epic. It got out of the industry a bit, too, is how impressive it was, right? Mm. Um, kind of like the same way that, like, Elden Ring appealed to, like, a, a really broad... Like, it got out of its niche a bit. Right, yeah. Anyways, uh, and the Dead Island... Two trailer uh, from an E3 a long time ago, where it's like the guy running with the Walkman was like not as good as the first one, but it was still pretty. It was pretty good, pretty neat, you yeah. know, and like very evocative and like it had an. I don't know, it just gave a really good feel for like what what that zombie world would be like. Yeah, yeah. and this one, the guy just seems like bored and uninterested in what's going on. Yep, can't be fucked to like pick up his weapon to go fight things. It's just kind of like it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe if it was like a base building game or something. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't give you any uh, urgency or like make no. you feel like you're in any sort of threat. It, it, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like I mean, it just feels totally off. Yeah. Like I no, don't, you're right. I don't you're get right. it. You know, right. like I don't understand why it feels more like a Saints Row trailer to me. To be yes. Honest, you know. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And 100%. that's really just not the spirit of Dead Island. No. Anyways, but. That aside, there was also a Gamescom um, breakdown of gameplay that was very short. Like, it wasn't a lot, but we did get some gameplay. And that stuff, to me, looked totally Dead Island. Yeah. So I feel like the gameplay... I mean, if uh, what we saw is any indication of what will be in the final game, and it's relatively soon, I believe it's first quarter of 2023. Yeah, February, I think. Although I'd have to check. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's February. Um, And that all seemed appropriate. Okay. And the voice acting seemed like... It seemed like Dead Island voice acting. Yeah, like trying to be clever, but like in a non-annoying, like in just sort of like a tongue-in-cheek, like ah, it's cute, you know. Yeah, like, yeah not taking itself too seriously, mm-hmm. you know. And I totally dig that. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's gonna be co-op zombies. It's gonna be classes. I fucking love that shit. Yep. You know, and like, I, and that's that's totally my bag in terms of like what what kind of survival world I like to live in. You know? yeah. yeah. So super into the idea. Yep. Will it deliver? Who knows? But. Very, very excited. We will see. Um, My interest on here was uh, pretty much, well, Callista Protocol. Mm. Right? That that was one I've been waiting on for quite some time. For sure. And uh, I am pretty stoked about it. Um, what did you think of the uh, the combat trailer? Um, cool, but at the same time, just like, I don't, I'll wait until, like, the game is actually out yeah. before I put any opinion on anything. Fair enough. You know, like, I, I'm down because of the idea of it, and it's the guy that did the original Dead Space, right? Totally. So because of that, I've had interest in it from day one. What the actual game is or looks like hmm. isn't what appealed me. It That's appealed really to me. You yeah. know, it's the fact that yeah. Dead Space had such an impact on me that yeah. I'm just curious to see what the fuck this guy can do. Yeah, yeah, that's really fascinating. Basically. Like, yeah. I don't actually care about the game yeah. and, like, what changes... Like, I He's like a Hideo Kojima for you. Kind of. Basically, yeah. yeah. He's just... That's I'm really just curious. So, that was really exciting and the only other one that really got me was the Dune. Right. Um, Funcom, right? Mm-hmm. Doing a Dune survival... Which I now know are Canadian. <laughs> Thanks to you. <laughs> Right? Aren't they Canadian? No. No? No. Ah, Jesus. I don't think I so, I swear dude. you said they were Canadian. No, um, the ARC creators are. Oh. Wildcard. My mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but Funcom, I, I think, is European. I'm pretty sure. I'm guessing, like, Danish or something, like, fucking... You're probably... I don't know. Yeah. A lot of the people, the devs in Kona and whatever, when they're talking, like, they got accents for it. Okay. Like, um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm guessing... It'd be an easy Google, but whatever. It would. Um, <laughs> but all in all, a Dune 
survival game sounds amazing to me. I've I remember hearing about this quite some time ago yeah. and just being like, all right, well, I'm kind of curious. And then the Dune movie came out, mm. the remake or whatever, For and sure. um, I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I was like, you know, I really am curious about this fucking game. Yeah. So I have no idea what they're going to do. I don't have much faith in Funcom. Yeah. It might be trash, but I'm excited. The thing that's cool about Funcom is they do weird stuff. Yeah. You know, like, even though they're kind of a pretty janky studio, you know, they're very capitalistic, um, their ability to, like, polish and and sort of perfect their products is questionable at best, Mm -hmm. Um, they still tackle some pretty interesting properties. They have a tendency of abandoning their stuff, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I, you know, I feel like they can put out something really cool that might grab a lot of people's interest, but will they... Will they finish it enough to keep people? You know? They're like the worst and the best at the same time. Right? Like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. All in all, I'm excited for it just because, again, I dug the movie Dune. Yeah. I like survival games. Yeah. I enjoyed Conan. I think it's a perfect fit. I mean, I'm, I'm totally down, with you. you yeah. yeah. If it looks cool, I mean, th- there's a very strong chance that I might try that as my Conan game. Fair enough. Just because, like, you know, coming into a game like Conan with that has such a history... Can be a little intimidating ah, to a newcomer. It's such a know? different game than it was at the beginning. It's fair enough. It's yeah. totally a different game. Yeah. So like starting over, starting it now wouldn't be a problem. Like I, again, especially because if you did start it, like mm. you'd have to jump in on game with me, right? Yeah. And I'll yeah. walk you through like the For headaches. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it'll probably seem like a stupid easy game to you, but like figuring that shit out after uh, never playing a survival game yeah and playing that fucking thing first <laughs> holy shit like I was like uh, completely convinced that I hated survival games right. I was like this is the biggest piece of shit <laughs> I do not want to starve yeah <sighs> or die of thirst again <laughs> oh what a sandstorm killed me now like go fuck yourself um, but uh, anyways it, it grew Dude on is kind of in my wheelhouse too right no, yeah. like, it's, like the it's, sci-fi it's exactly fun. and yeah. Conan barbarians yeah. cannibalism that kind of yeah. shit I'm like Dude, I enjoyed Conan back in the day. Totally, totally. I, I did too, actually. And like when I, when I saw the Dune movie, you know, the best thing about it is like the places and the people. The worst thing about it is like, you know, the story was like pretty so-so handled, and like the acting was like also so-so. Script writing was kind of so-so. But like, I'm coming for the cool vistas and like the crazy-looking places. Yeah, the special you know? effects. The, yeah. The- Choreography was pretty dope too. The combat it was, was pretty it was. good. Yeah, the the like the costumes, you know, the, yeah. the, just the whole visual look is like is really nice. So I mean, in a, in a game, well, you don't have to worry about all that. Yeah, <laughs> dialogue yeah. nonsense, right? So it's well, kind you kind of like do, but maybe not in a survival MMO. Well, in a survival MMO, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in this specific kind of yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In a single player, uh, whatever, yeah. Yeah, but all no. that to say, I'm also into it with you. Though, but those were the two that stood out at me, uh, and I yeah, mean, I am enough. excited about Dead Island too a bit, but yeah. again. It's more because of my fondness of the original. Right. And if I wanted to play another game like that, I would probably just replay Dying Light 2 again and see what's changed. That's fair. Because I I do feel like that really was... It's a step in... It's a step forward in that genre of game, you know, to me. The verticality, the grappling hook, the the works, you know. It's just like, it's cool. I totally hear you there. 
no. whatever. It is a step in the right direction. It's like an, an evolution, but I think I just crave the less evolved stuff. Sometimes. Yeah, fair I don't enough. Know. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, there's uh, there's something scarier about not being able to jump on a fucking roof yeah. on the street when there's Maybe. a horde yeah. and whatever. Like, yeah. you got to get through there. I, I found mentally, that it's going to sound weird, but I found mentally the, the dying lead was a little, a little too overwhelming for me, too. Really? Like, yeah, just like the constant having zombies everywhere. Like, while it was really fun to, like, deal with that in a gameplay fashion, mm-hmm. I found it a little kind of wears on the psyche after a while of just like the constantly being like it's like I could never I could never just relax and like focus on what I was doing but that's what the roofs are for yeah but also the runners can come on the roofs well only at night there were no runners in the day Oh, there wasn't the first dying late. No, they only they only came at you. There no, were some. There, was. there were some zombies on the roofs, but like it was rare. And the the ones that actually like freak out and run. Yeah, that was a nighttime thing. No, they, they could got only be taken the down day. with the uh, the UV light. No, that's the uh, crazy giant guys. I'm talking about the basic ones that run. The basic zombies. So there's like the to- oh basics. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah not the infected. I don't or whatever what called, they they yeah. had uh, the volatiles. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah no, I know I'm, what you're talking about the UV light ones, and I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about <laughs> the runners. Yeah, but yeah. they were basically normal zombies, right? Except they ran really fast. Except they ran. Yeah. Well, they yeah. were. I mean, compared to the normal zombies, they were much more dangerous. Well, yeah, I guess. No, they, well, I feel like they were still one shot, basically. Depending. Yeah, on but what it could be had. like four of them at the same time. Yeah, five of them. Yeah, yeah. When it was a big pack of like. Yeah. Yeah, because as you leveled up, I think the packs got. Like I would, it, w- it wouldn't just be one runner or two runners anymore. Right, it would right. always be like four or five. Okay, okay. and that was a little rough. Yeah. But either way, again, the verticality changed the dynamic of true, it a bit. True, true, so true. it was like yeah. you could all running was more of an option where it wasn't so much an option in Dead Island. No, true. You know, yeah, yeah. your option was to not be seen. Right, know? and yeah. if you're seen, well, you're fighting. Um, yeah, true. <laughs> and true. I guess you could run, but um, you I could, but you didn't have to kind yeah. of as yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways. anyways. What else might we want to mention? I mean, I'm with you with Clister Protocol. Uh, I, I think it's your, your perspective is interesting. I don't look at Schofield as like, he's not that guy for me. Mm-hmm. But I did feel that just the actual gameplay demo looked pretty cool. Hmm. Like, I was like, oh, that's... I mean, I have a lot of respect for Dead Space. I just don't think of him like that. The same mm-hmm. way that I do, I don't know, like uh, Miyazaki from FromSoft or whatever. Right, right. Um, but I did think the trailer itself just looked really nice. It just impacted me so goddamn... Like, it... No. It was the scariest game I had ever played by a stretch. And like awesome. I was really impressed by it. So yeah. again, I just want to see what else he's going to yeah. do. Well, now, I mean, I'm not that into Dead Space. I was going to say Dead Space Remake. I'm not that into Callisto Protocol because I don't love Dead Space the way you do. But after seeing this trailer, I'm, I mean, my faith is kind of like, I, I do feel a little bit now kind of like, wow, like he's doing a pretty good job with this. You know? I might actually be like, too old. I might actually be too old to handle the scares now. Fair. Yeah. I might like, it might yeah. give me nightmares or some shit. And like, it also reminded me how intense Dead Space was. Yo. I was like, yo. this looks intense like I remember Dead Space being and I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I could play Dead Space now. <laughs> I couldn't at the time. <laughs> that, yeah, that was my enough, that was my issue. Enough. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and I still enough. got through like most of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I was struggling. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, is there anything else I really want to mention? Werewinds meat looks kind of cool. That's a new sort of like um, Chinese take on Ghost of Tsushima. Right. I mean, isn't set in China? By Chinese developer Everstone, Everstone Studio. The action looks kind of nice. I mean, we need to see what the actual finished game will look like. But from this footage, it looks cool, but it looks um, very different from Ghost of Tsushima, actually. Yeah. It's like Assassin's Creed across the Ghost bit, of Tsushima. A bit, yeah. Yeah, that feels like the, where the most of the motivations are coming from. That's really pretty. I mean, Ghost of Tsushima is basically Assassin's Creed. Like, uh, I guess, eh? You yeah. got the creep and the whatever. Yeah. I, mean. I don't know. I just feel like it looks kind of different and kind of interesting. 
It's totally not my kind of game, though, right? Like, same way that, uh, you know, Ghost of Tsushima isn't really either. See, the thing is, I dug Ghost of Tsushima, but this... I it's have not doing it for you? No interest in. It's pretty. Yeah. What's What's not doing it for you? The actual gameplay. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, you got the stealth attack, there's flip things, little flippity-doos, you got some magic. It's uh, a little bit more Devil May Cry, maybe? Yeah, there's some magic, for sure, right? Yeah. I, I gotta be honest, I was mostly just impressed with the level of polish and, like, production values and yeah, play. Yeah, fair enough. I thought those were impressive. Yeah. But yeah, Devil May Cry, 100%. Yeah, right? Dead on. The combat yeah. is, is, yeah. So, I mean, there you go. You know, Devil May Cry, Assassin's Creed, Ghost of Tsushima. It's got all this stuff in its DNA. Yeah. Chinese developer, more fantasy. Yeah. Um, but it looks good. You know, yeah, will, I mean, will, we, you know, will it actually do well? Who knows? But um, yeah. it looks like it has some promise. It could. It could. Um, so there's that, that's where wins meet. Uh, Lies of P, a ton of people are talking about. That's that crazy Pinocchio game. Right. It's yeah. like Pinocchio Bloodborne. Um, yeah, not for me. I like the premise of the, <laughs> just the general idea of like Pinocchio trying to become a human in like a dark and gritty world. And like he's like a, it's like a serious take on that. Maybe kind if of he thing. had to like eat children or something, okay. But like, I don't know. You're going to go dark. You got to go real fucking dark. Yeah, I suppose, you yeah. But I mean, I, f- I feel like a lot of people are into this, and I just feel like it's sort of knockoff Bloodborne. Yeah, like fair I enough. kind of like I took one look at it and was just like, it's another knockoff Bloodborne. Like, no, I don't need another. I mean, we've had enough of those already. Yeah, like they already don't do anything for me. This one doesn't feel like anything new. Anything special? Yeah. It looks fine. Like it looks yeah. totally good. It's just like I've played that game already. Yeah, exactly. and I've played the best version of it. But maybe somebody know? hasn't, and there's, an, you know, it's maybe it's smoother on PS5 than Bloodborne is. Uh, who knows? Totally, could be, could be. Um, dark web streamer. This is a, so. This is here's the random indie category at the end because uh, I always got to do. I got to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, dark web streamer. Did you look at the trailer for this? No. You play as the streamer and you see what your fans are saying. Oh, man. <laughs> this type of game is not for me either. I, like so, it's it's kind of like a text adventure, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, but the idea is you play as a dark web streamer and something weird is happening with your stream. So it's this sort of like interactive story that's like looks kind of dark and like a little bit of a murder mystery or something or whatever mm-hmm. like it takes a crazy you know a cult twist or something I don't know I can't tell um, I just think it looks for I mean it's not at all my kind of my cup of tea but for people who like that kind of thing I feel like this looks pretty good yeah so. uh, yeah I guess yeah why not I mean my girlfriend likes these kind of games I told her the basic premise and she's like that actually sounds pretty interesting yeah well, hey. and like cause she plays a lot of stuff like that yeah and like she yeah. also really liked her story I don't know if you know what that no. is the one where it's the concept is neat. It's not for me, but it's like it was VHS tapes, and all you do the the gameplay is just watching VHS tapes, and you have to pick out, you have to find the clues in the VHS tapes to put together who killed this person or something. Okay. So it's a whole like a complex murder mystery thing, right? right. But just the way that they, that it's done is kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, um, so she likes that kind of stuff. And Fair it's enough. Kind of, it's in that sort of genre. Fair enough. Uh, and I think I kind of dig the sort of like old school. I'd be fun black to play with her, you know. Yeah, like yeah. sit around. You guys make a date out of it or something. If you like. want a narrative-driven story game, yeah. I mean, it, it's you know, that's it's, for you. Maybe it's a narrative-driven story game that's low on gameplay. Hey. Some people love that kind of thing, you know. Um, I think it looks pretty cool. And Fabulous Fear Machine. These are two other random indies. Yeah, this one I just think I I really dig the sort of weird comic book style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some kind of like yeah, Fabulous Fear Machine. Go watch the Gamescom trailer to understand. Um, it's from the creators of stuff that I've never heard of. Uh, and I j- it just has this really weird, completely unique comic book art style. Mm-hmm. Well, completely unique. As unique as anything that uses comic book art style, which is pretty pretty rare. And it also looks like Nintendo. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, but it's I, I, I feel like it's kind of got, like, I don't know, sort of where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, murder mystery bit. vibes a bit. The Nintendo version, yeah. 
Yeah, but I just think it, it I don't looks know if like there actually was concept. one. But, you know, <laughs> it, there, there totally was. It, yeah, it just makes me think of like that. Yeah. For people listening, to be clear, what he means by that is it looks bad and not. It doesn't no, actually no. look like Nintendo. I mean, like, it would have old to be way more pixelated. Fucking <laughs> real old fucking design. Like, I guess, yeah. The the squares, the fucking colors, everything about it Primary strikes colors. me as a fucking Nintendo game. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. There would be a couple more pixels, but not <laughs> be many. A couple more pixels. Not no, many. Be a lot more. No, no, no. You Maybe don't like three more. Three <laughs> you more don't pixels. Remember how many pixels? It's sort of about three pixels to be Nintendo. You know? it's, uh, or it's got about three pixels more than Nintendo. Three pixels short of the <laughs> the cube. I don't know. A pixie stick. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think it looks pretty interesting, um, and it's some sort of weird. It's just, I, I guess, it's really the uh, it's the art style that pulled me in. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of yeah. like, well, that looks different, and like if I was into that kind of game, I think I'd be feeling this art style a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, last thing I'll mention, the case of the Golden Idol. This is another indie game, uh, and oh yeah, case of the Golden Idol. So this is I told you about this, but I don't think you, I don't know if you ever saw it. Return to Oberdeen. Remember yeah. I played that one no, time? Yeah. This is the the next game by Return to Oberdeen guy. Okay. Um, I actually don't like these graphics as much as the... Uh, I mean, you're, you're going to laugh. But these graphics I like less than the Oberdeen. Mm-hmm. Although I still think that, you know, he's got an interesting style style thing going on. Um, it's very old-timey looking. Uh, and it's obviously, like, it's quite retro. But it's some sort of crazy mystery-solving thing. Right. And, like, he does that kind of shit really Those, well. These are straight-up Nintendo graphics. Yeah, this is more... Yeah, that's... The, like, that. this yeah. is even probably worse than fucking something. Yeah, it's graphics. more like Commodore 64 graphics, maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That last one I say, I, I legit Nintendo. But I, I like... I mean, I, I think it's... I like the way he emulates specific uh, mm-hmm. eras of systems, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Return to Oberdeen was, like... Even further style, further back style, mm-hmm. like black and white, you know. Right. Um, and return to golden, the, or rather the case of the golden idol. I just think, I, I mean, I'm not that impressed by the trailer, but I'm so imp- I was so impressed by Oberdeen as a production that I just kind of give it a go. Yeah, it's like you with Schofield. Like I'd be willing to see anything this guy has. I'm just to, curious. Yeah, they're still not my kind of game. Like I, I tried, I tried really hard to get into Oberdeen, and I got pretty far into it. I managed to play for like four or five hours, maybe, mm-hmm. and I was feeling it. It eventually sort of like I think just puzzle games, I have trouble with them. Yeah, you know they can't hold my interest like other stuff. But everything he was doing was so fucking cool. And okay. like it's such a neat way to tell a story too. Like he did such a good job. Nice. But um, yeah. Anyways, my girlfriend played through the entire thing too and like absolutely loved it. Um, cool. She's way better at that kind of like puzzle deduction puzzle stuff too. Okay. You know, like uh, yeah, it's like solved every single. So I think you can beat Oberdeen without finding out who killed everybody. Okay. There's like levels of success. Okay. Uh, and the, and the game has a whole thing about guessing who did what, and you can guess correctly or incorrectly. Right, Anyways. right. Uh, but it looks neat, and uh, I mean that's that's all I have to say about Gamescom. Yeah, me too. That's basically. what's clear to me. I mean, know? there wasn't really much else that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm mostly excited about that one too. The Expanse Telltale. It's like I fucking the Telltale shit. Oh man, yeah. No. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't do that stuff. Just yeah. no. See, like that kind of thing. It's like. They're also narrative story games, but mm-hmm. I'm way more into like this dark web streamer thing, yeah, which yeah. I still don't want to play. But, no, but it I at hear least you. looks weird. I hear and you. Different, you know? This is like, yeah, I don't know. I I've <sighs> got like... a Walking Dead one back in the day, yeah, not knowing what it was. It was just like, what the fuck did I just buy? Was that like a pawn shop or something? And I was yeah. like, oh, Walking Dead game. I'll buy it. Like Disney afternoon hour television uh-huh. version of that thing or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like they're just rub me the wrong way. Yeah, same here. Anyways, should we take a short break? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll be right back. 